0: RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, an actual play duet podcast using the Savage World system and our custom cyber fantasy setting. It's been a labor of love creating it for the past several years, and we hope you enjoy.
1: Previously on Neon Heat, Athena and Tuka get into a rumble as they investigate the betting cards, and Athena takes care of the returned borrower before he can escape again. They get their wounded suspect back to the spire, and Asina convinces Volt to take Tuka on as a task force member. the session off i'd like to use my adventure card okay uh it's enemy we meet again oh my play at the beginning of a game session a villain of the gm's choice becomes your character's sworn enemy and you may not soak wounds caused directly by him starting now you draw an extra adventure card each game session each game session (laughs) each game session Session. until the enemy is retired
0: oh my oh geez Thank you for this gift that you've given me.
1: Merry Christmas. Enjoy.
0: Oh, I will. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so, so much. We open on Athena and Bolt in a ruined shopfront that is familiar to us. This is the ruined shopfront right next to the bridge. We can see Athena and Pavi's apartment from here. This is where you and Tuco were ambushed your first night back Oh, so long ago. Oh. Back in episode five, I think it was.
1: It was episode five.
0: Sorry to get meta there. But
1: it was also only like a week and a half ago in game time. That's true.
0: It hasn't been that and long. And it still
1: hasn't been fixed. So that's uh-huh. what we're here to do.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Athena, uh, is it just you and Bolt? It's just me and Bolt. Okay. So it's just you and Bolt who are here working. I think there is a small crowd. Not a lot of people, but there's uh, some passersby that are just milling about watching you fix this place up. What kind of a shop is it? I don't think we ever established that at the time.
1: I think it's a bakery.
0: A bakery. What do you think it's called?
1: Scone Alone.
0: Scone Alone. And they only serve
1: they only make scones. It's a specialty scone shop.
0: I like that a lot. Okay, so Scone Alone. <laughs> Perhaps not a favorite neighborhood shop, but it's one. there. It's a specialty shop. It's it's done enough business to survive the test of time. So, Athena and Bolt are moving through the shop front which had smashed window panes. I think it had been sort of hodgepodge repaired. Like Mm -hmm. a quick job had been done, but it didn't look great. The proprietor of Scone Alone is named Bert. And Mm -hmm. he is a human male. He is the alone scone, never married.
1: (laughs) Married Uh, to the scone. (laughs) Married to
0: the scone. Uh, But he is milling about with the others in the crowd, watching you go through and fix things somewhat skeptically. He doesn't look Happy, but he's not as grumpy as he might have been previously.
1: Bolt, could you shine that a little bit more over here? I need to see this, because I need to make sure it fits together.
0: Of course. And he comes over. He is is the thing that is shining. He is the thing that's shining. (laughs) So he comes (laughs) over. Oh,
1: shit. Can he, like... Make a little ET finger glow real bright, or Absolutely, does all yeah. of him always have to glow? No, he, can,
0: he, he definitely can ET finger. If you've requested the ET I think, finger. I
1: think I would have requested an ET finger. Okay. So it's not like blindingly bright. Mm-hmm. She just needs a little spotlight.
0: Okay, well, Bolt always has just like a little glow about him, but mm-hmm. the rest of it is. He has one <laughs> enormous finger held out like a firefly, the tip of is it. it. his thumb. <laughs> Yes, it is his thumb. He's holding his thumb in a thumbs up position, <laughs> the end of which is glowing and shedding light all around. Beautiful. And he uh, he is overseeing you as you are moving through and uh, how are you doing repairs?
1: Well, she. I figured the shop front is a lot of metal and a lot of glass that's currently broken. So what she's been trying to do is use shape metal to... At least fix the infrastructure of the window that got fucked up when Balt sent his hoverboard straight through it by accident. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but she'd also like to use Wizard with her shape metal to fix the glass.
0: Okay, very cool. Go ahead and make me make me uh, an essence roll with your essence die. Nine. Okay, nine a success with a got raise. Got one
1: on my D10. Pretty bad. Bodes well. Bodes well.
0: Tell me, Athena, do you have any skills in repair? Perhaps no. no, you don't. That's a shame. Well, what I'm going to say is that as you are trying to repair something, this is going to be a repair roll. Unless okay. you had some other specific knowledge or skill that would help you here, it's going to be repair. But I will give you a plus two to the roll because you have metal bending powers and you've just used wizard to extend that to glass. So fantastic! Uh, it would be D4 minus two plus two. It's just a D4 and your wild wilda
1: immediately bennying this.
0: Okay. What'd you get? Uh, three. Okay. Almost. Oh, that is a critical fail. Okay,
1: let's talk about something real okay. quick. How the fuck does this keep happening? How do I keep rolling crit fails multiple times every time we play? I don't That's know. That's <laughs> statistically improbable. It's
0: true. But, what the fuck? But it makes things more interesting. Yeah, so, it does. Uh, I think what happens here, so there's this crowd <gasps> watching you and uh, you're shaping the metal and the glass together, and you've used your wizard, which allows you to extend your powers a little bit further beyond their standard trappings to affect things you normally couldn't. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to shape the the glass back into one pane. You think you've got it, and you think you've solidified the entire frame, and you set it, and you step back. And then, and then you... Bolt
1: sneezes, and everything shatters.
0: Maybe, but this is kind of on you. It is kind of on me. So I feel like you do need to bear the responsibility for it. Athena
1: sneezes and everything's ruined.
0: Is that what you want to have happen?
1: Yeah, maybe his cologne's getting in her nose because he's real close.
0: Okay, so we have a shot of Bolt standing nearby doing nothing but holding his thumb (laughs) out and glowing. We have a close-up of Athena's eyes just strained in concentration as you're trying to set everything together. And then we cut back to uh, Bolt right next to you. So how's it going?
1: that does startle her enough that she's focusing so hard I think her focus just breaks and the glass crackles.
0: Oh yeah, see so you, you get a mouthful of that cologne and <coughs> and yep, everything wobbles and the glass shatters and oh. falls down in a sheet onto the ground and spills everywhere. The metal groans, the structure holds, but the crowd around makes a <gasps> and then there's a smattering of applause and laughter from the crowd.
1: Oh, she's beet red. She's really embarrassed. She's supposed to be better than
0: this. Yeah, F- Phil uh, waddles over uh, and takes oh, the wide way around, and he says, uh, "Yeah, you, you want to take that one again? Uh, that ain't gonna. That didn't look too good.
1: No, it didn't, Phil. And I'm gonna try again <gasps> from the top.
0: And oh my god!
1: Oh <sighs> god! Walks
0: back around and uh, nods to a couple of people in the crowd. Hey, how you doing, Phil it gonna try it again and uh <laughs> walks back around there uh before you try it again right behind phil Bert comes over and he stamps up and he says i can't help but notice you sort of wrecking up my shop front here
1: it's less wrecked than it was and i just the glass wasn't setting right as so i had to start over but i'll fix it up real quick Bert. don't even worry about it it's gonna be fine
0: mm, just people be wanting this scones soon i got it I need to get back to what I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but... I just, we can...
1: want, I just want to make sure you are all set.
0: Okay, well, you you give it another go.
1: Okay, I will.
0: Just just the one more. And he takes a couple of steps back <laughs> to God. join the crowd.
1: Oh, fuck. Oh, my Benny's. last Benny, I guess. Oh, you're
0: gonna go for it? Yeah, I gotta
1: fix this window. This was my idea. I can't be a dipshit and not do it. Use a different dose.
0: I don't think Bolt has any skills in repair. Oh,
1: I I hella doubt it.
0: I feel like he should have helped you there, though. Oh, wow, you really blew that one up.
1: Five. Five
0: is a success.
1: Finally. Good thing. Five minutes into the episode, no Bennys left. (laughs) Athena claps her hands together. And just gets back to work, snakes it up off the ground like it's a liquid, and then it reaches out like webbing once it gets to the right spot, and then it's done. And she solidifies it, and she's like, yeah, that should do it.
0: You finish and take a step back like, hey, I'm all I'm all done now, and uh, nobody moves or does anything. Everybody's just watching the panel, waiting to see if anything happens.
1: She coughs off to the side
0: another moment of silence and bert walks up and taps the glass and it holds and he says well that that looks like some some fine craftsmanship there
1: oh good i'm glad you like it
0: yes it's it's very nice I'll Be sure to get the insurance next time not not that i'm not grateful this no. is no thank you thank you very much
1: well you should thank Bolt. it was his idea
0: yes he was uh he was a uh, a big help Hmm. Yeah, Bolts standing there, Couldn't have done still, it without still, still with his hand, his thumb glowing, saying, "Yes, you're you very welcome, citizen. Make sure you get that insurance. That it's a uh, it's no joke.
1: Sure isn't. Glad battle. I could help.
0: Yes, and he holds his thumb up in it, beams a little bit brighter, and he smiles at everybody. And very, very light, scattered
1: golf claps, golf <laughs>
0: claps, yeah. And then the crowd sort of... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's about their... And
0: the, oh, yeah, people start to <laughs> walk away. Fizzle
1: I feel like this is about the fourth thing they've tried to fix today. Oh, yeah. So okay. they're just making a circuit. And I feel like that's probably the best reception they got all day.
0: It becomes clear that the rest of these people are just waiting for scones. Yeah. Yep. And they sort of shove their way up to the front and start heading on inside. Yeah. So. Nice, nice. But Bert pokes his head back out and says, Oh, would you like a scone?
1: Yes, I would love a scone.
0: Well, come on in. They're on special today.
1: Oh, good. She gets some scones. She gets one for Phil, too.
0: You can certainly get some scones for the road. Joining you and Bolt is, of course, Phil, who mm-hmm. he makes sure he gets a good photo op with uh, you two and Bert before things pick back up.
1: She wants to make sure Bolt's more of the focus. Sure. So, like, I feel like she Mike Wazowskis herself <laughs> <laughs> somehow. Okay,
0: sure. Like, maybe she
1: hides behind his, like, thumbs-up fist,
0: because it's about as
1: big as her head anyway. All
0: alright, I like that. She's Um, like, they'll never know I was here. Why don't you roll me a stealth for funsies? I'm
1: okay at that, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Five. Yeah, that's
0: good. Nice stealth roll, so I think you can put yourself outside of the line of fire for most of this. Thank you.
1: I think she walks back out of the shop with a bag full of scones, and she puts one in her mouth first as she's digging around to hand one to Balt and then she hands one to Phil.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I don't think i ever had one of these. Are they any good?
1: Oh, they're great. Mm-hmm. They got a nice crispy top. The fruit filling inside is usually quite good.
0: Oh. Are you, are they, do you like hand it to him? Yeah. Or, okay, you do that and his tongue comes out and just wraps around the end and pulls it out of your hand and back into his mouth. A giant crunch.
1: Not much of a savory man, are you?
0: Savor the flavor. Yep hey it's you you enjoy your food how you want to and i'll i'll do it my way there's something indulgent about all at once yeah you, you ought to give it a try you never done
1: it yeah maybe um i did talk to Tuka. oh yeah yeah she wasn't super into the whole asking out by proxy thing
0: Oh, that's kind of what she said. Then I guess I'll have to track it down myself. Shouldn't be too hard now, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it shouldn't be. But I was thinking about the whole s Glow thing, and man, we can just call it a wash, because I couldn't I couldn't seal that deal with Tuka for you. I think it's fair. Don't even worry about it. She just shrugs and is defeated by the situation, Bennyless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, I didn't uh, didn't really expect you to roll over that easy.
1: Ah, oh, sometimes you gotta pick your battles, Phil.
0: Oh, now you're saying I ain't worth it.
1: Well, I'm saying maybe you're, maybe you're too much trouble, Phil. Rabble rouser like you.
0: Rouser.
1: Nope. She starts walking away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Athena leaves. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on.
1: She turns around and takes a bite of scone, and squints at all him. All right, all right, all right.
0: I, uh, that's all right. What what so you uh, you said before that you maybe, maybe there's something else what you mean? in the trade.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if you'd really be interested in some never before heard stories about Joel Shin, but I mean, uh, what do I know?
0: I don't know who that is.
1: You don't know who Joel Shin is?
0: He, he looks to Bolt, who shrugs at him. Uh, should, should I?
1: Are you from Caldontics, Spell? Yeah. Oh, he used to Proctor before Proctor Reeds.
0: Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, okay. that yeah. guy. Yeah, he was my mentor
1: a... and life hero. Cool. Yep.
0: Nice. Oh, well, I'm glad you got some uh, some fun stories and uh, anecdotes about that person who was very
1: influential s- in the city. Significant
0: to yourself. Influ- okay, well, uh, I mean, we're talking things that. We're talking like some juicy secrets, like a tell all type situation like that.
1: I mean, he was a pretty secretive guy, but I don't think anybody knows this story in particular.
0: What's it? Come on. Give me something here. We thought action romance,
1: pretty actiony overcoming a rival, getting stuff done. Very action oriented.
0: Well, and uh, some
1: slice of life. Maybe
0: people got enough of their own lives. They don't, they don't want to hear about yours.
1: Well, I didn't say it was mine, uh, but it is, or it was because I was there. So,
0: all right. Well, uh, isn't everything would...
1: kind of a slice of a life if you think about it?
0: Yeah, sort of. Anyway, uh what 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 did you want me to do? Again, what was the
1: uh, I was just hoping you'd do a taste test at my dad's restaurant, put out some good words about it.
0: Uh you offering me free food then?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, all right. And some I...
1: drinks, why not? All
0: right. Yeah, I can do that. That's fine.
1: Ooh, thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: I think she pats him on the shoulder.
0: Da da that's Okay, that's all
1: She stops patting his shoulder.
0: No, no, no.
1: She goes on the other side of Bolt. (laughs) God, Phil's the worst.
0: There is an arrow Mm -hmm. in a coat standing with Phil. Oh, yeah? uh, Who is holding a, he's got like a backpack, like a side satchel type thing. He's holding a tablet in one hand, and he's wearing a floppy, newsy type hat. Oh yes yeah. so there is this is uh this is my colleague at the called Chronicle, uh Slugstone.
1: Oh hey Slug, how you doing?
0: Oh, fine, just fine, thank you. Pleasure, wonderful. Just ribbing to meet you. Slugstone, called Chronicle.
1: As she shakes his hand. And he
0: puts out a hand. He he's a humanoid arrow. His face is it looks a lot like Zeddal's. He's sort of got a plate that looks more mustachy in the front. <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: But it's also on these sliders, so the structure can move around a little bit more. Hmm. His eyes look camera shuttery, sort cool. of aperture like. This is going to be a joint venture between the Called Chronicle and Novi Now. Mister Nutter here is uh, our bridge between worlds, so to speak. Oh
1: yeah. Yes, How's uh, that work out? Isn't that right,
0: Phil? Yeah, you know, I, I'm a chronicle material myself, but with these uh, these new video types coming in, it's, uh, it's a brave new world. Mm. A lot of opportunity.
1: Well, you'd be foolish not to reach for the stars, Phil. You're a gem.
0: Got some sweet talking. I like that. Keep that coming.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? She's on her second scone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just that kind of day. It's just
1: that kind of day.
0: Who says, well, I know this is sort of a fluff piece, a feel-good type of family read, make everybody think about that, but, uh, you know, here at the Cog Chronicle, we want to get to the bottom of things. We want to get some real answers, and uh, hoping you can answer a couple of questions for us. How's that sound?
1: Well, I think that how it sounds would depend on what kind of questions they are.
0: Good, let's begin. Okay. So, why are you here today, Athena? Uh, Regulator Sedaris?
1: Uh, we are fixing up... Uh, shop front that was damaged, because that's just the kind of guy Bolt Buellig is.
0: Oh, very nice. And uh, Mr. Buellig, get regulate pa- past five Buellig. That yeah. it? Oh, yes, it's me. And uh, you helped. You fix the storefront too. He just nods along with it. Oh, good, good. And uh, what do you hope to accomplish? And he's looking back. He, every time he looks back to you, Athena. Oh, because he, he knows
1: I'm actually going to be answering the questions. Well, he's or... he's
0: specifically interviewing you.
1: Gotcha. What, what what am I hoping to accomplish?
0: What, what do you hope to accomplish here today?
1: Helping out the community. I've always been a very community-driven person. I grew up in East City, so it's, it's good to be helping people again.
0: That's good, of course. And uh, as someone newly returned to the city, as we understand it, how do you feel about uh, the growing unrest and the general population and uh, rift forming between surface tourism and citizens?
1: I think that... Obviously, our city has a lot to offer. That's why people come and seek us out. So the unrest might just be from differing expectations, but I think if we all pulled together, there would be less unrest overall. She says, hoping that sounded not like complete bullshit.
0: <laughs> and um, how do you propose we pull it all together? Pull people together? How, how should we fix this?
1: A good place to start are just acts of kindness, Slug.
0: Good. We, well, we could always use more of that. I agree. What do you say to those who believe the Wonderbolts are merely a publicity ploy to gain additional backing of the population for surface policies?
1: Well, I'd say that all of us, except for Pacifier Bulig over here, are Chaldonics born and raised, so I don't know how much fact there is to that statement.
0: And how do you, as a regulator and a citizen, feel about Pacifier Bulig receiving special consideration for his appointment? Special consideration? Yeah, special consideration. He was appointed as a pacifier without uh, going through the standard regulation procedure. I'm sure you're aware.
1: I think she looks over at Bolt. I don't think she maybe knew that.
0: Bolt's sort of, he's holding his thumb there, but hes he 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 wasn't paying attention to the question. Oh, good. He was sort of looking off into the distance. There's theres no video camera. Like, this is, he's right. asking you questions, so he's not really paying attention. Right, right. He, he does look over when he hears uh, Wonderbolts and just sort of, says, oh, yeah, Wonderbolts. Right. And then uh, he hears Pacifier Buligan and looks back and hears Special Consideration, but didn't hear the context of the... So he's paying attention, he just doesn't...
1: Well, any decisions would have been from the Proctor, the Delegate, the Oculus, the Arbiter, and I trust their judgment entirely.
0: He nods to that. Well said, well said. Do you support it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you support it? You said you trust their judgment. You support the appointment.
1: If that's what they decided was best for our city, then Yes
0: good good and uh what can you tell me about uh confirmed regulator records indicating there have been a string of strange disappearances deaths assaults and possibly murders
1: you'll have to elaborate on that a little bit slug
0: is it true the victim's brains are being affected
1: i'm not quite sure what you're talking about
0: is there cause for concern in the general population
1: this is bad (laughs) oh no how do you find out about all that there are
0: still a couple of people like around here listening to this exchange but not a huge crowd
1: Our Wonderbolt Task Force cases are confidential currently, but if there were matters that would affect the city at large and the public, they would be made known.
0: And isn't it true that you yourself were recently attacked in the line of duty by an unknown assailant near the Waterfront District? No comment. When you say that... The mechanisms on his face like open up, and he just has like one big camera that like narrows in and just goes and takes a a picture of you in an unflat, like a surprised.
1: God damn it! There are so many bad pictures of (laughs) Athena everywhere. And then
0: his face closes back up and says,
1: "That's a neat trick."
0: Well, thank you for your time, regulator.
1: Oh, thank you, slug.
0: And he puts the notebook down and kind of whaps you on the shoulder and says. This is... Trust me, kid, this ain't a smear job. It's just we gotta ask the hard questions, and people gotta be willing to answer them, so... Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing you're a person on the ground, if uh, you're not able to tell us things, then we gotta escalate it, and we gotta get somebody's attention somehow.
1: Next time, maybe, why don't you make me more aware so we wouldn't have to escalate things, Slug?
0: Oh, well, if you're aware, you can plan your answers. Don't get any honesty out of, uh... A memorized response.
1: Well, you can trust me to be honest. I assure you. I don't
0: trust anyone to be honest, Regulator. Thank you. Have a nice day.
1: Oh, thank you, Slug. I will.
0: Tugs it away and starts to sort of walks past Phil and they, they do a little fist bump and Slug walks off. These
1: fucking reporters.
0: Hey, Slug's a good guy. He ain't lying. This is just, uh, part and parcel, you know, uh, Cult Chronicle, it's partly a public service, but it's also a business. We gotta sell papers, and the only people buying papers are the people on the East City.
1: You mean literally every person in East City who buys a paper, like, every day, Phil? Is it really suffering that much? Uh,
0: more than you might think. You know, more and more monitors and people moving down here. It's starting, starting to spread out, take over more. Hmm. You can't blame them for being a little jumpy. And now there's another news source. You know, they gotta compete. And he shakes the camera. He's got, I'm just enterprising. Tides are turning. It's easier. You watch something instead of reading something. It's a way of the future.
1: Sometimes reading's a better way to form your own opinions about things instead of a camera feeding them to you.
0: Oh, I ain't, uh, I ain't question the morality or the politics of it. I'm just saying people rather watch than read. It's, uh, Passive instead of active, you know. Bolts again. He's just sort of sniffing and look around and says, Where did the, um, where did the, and he leans down to him and says, Um, what, what are they called?
1: Their arrow. Oh,
0: yes, the arrow. Where, um, where did the arrow go?
1: His name is Slug Stone.
0: Ooh, Slug Stone. That's, uh, it's not very punchy.
1: The slugging is a punch bolt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a first-class goof. <laughs> Thank you can take you. a penny because that was really good. <laughs> Yay! You can have two benes for that. Really? That was, that was that good a joke? I like that. That was good. <laughs> I walked right into it.
1: Sometimes things just come together.
0: Uh, are we done with the, the fixing
1: things? Well, these are all the locations I could get off of the registry that hadn't been fixed yet. So mm. I guess. We can continue on to the casino.
0: Is that where we're going?
1: Yeah, we gotta do Ooh. some investigating. Remember? Oh, we,
0: oh I do now. Good. Yes. What are we looking for specifically?
1: Oh boy, a lot of
0: stuff. Just give me the bullet point. Oh, Phil, you, uh, you. This is official.
1: Yes, Phil. This is official regular Wonder- of business. O-
0: official, wonderful business. He says, straightening up and.
1: Athena's, Saying like, sticking her tongue out of the side of her mouth a little bit, just biting it, just
0: <laughs> looking
1: around, <laughs> real squirrely.
0: Phil watches Bolt do this and sort of chuckles to himself and looks at you and says, Well, you do have a just such a magical day.
1: Thanks, Phil.
0: <laughs> so- <laughs> shit,
1: when do you want to come to fucking dinner?
0: Oh, well... You call my people. We'll set we'll set something up. Alrighty. You tell me what works for you. How about that? You let me know when I should come. I and will. Don't worry. I'll be available. Oh good. Mm. I'm looking forward to it.
1: You should be. It's delicious. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> She's so uncomfortable. She's so uncomfortable with this little frog.
0: <laughs> you and Bolt are going to the golden lotus.
1: We are going to the golden lotus. Okay. Tuka can't come today, even though she's on the task force now, because apparently there are people at the casino that are sending hit squads after her, so that sounds like a bad idea.
0: Allegedly. So, well... Alleged hit squads. Well,
1: (laughs) they're not alleged hit squads. She definitely fought off one of these very real hit squads. Athena left a note for her at the Spire. Just head on down to the task force room, catch herself up on all the case files, which she put in a nice little pile for her before they left. She doesn't know if Pavi's gonna be in today... Where if going to be in today? But she really hopes Roja's looking at some brains.
0: How are you guys getting over there?
1: Uh, well, Bolt has one very specific way he likes to travel. It's true. And Athena'd be damned if she didn't let him.
0: Oh, what a good friend. So would you like to tell us what that method is? It's hoverboards! Hoverboards! <laughs> so you guys are hoverboarding over there? Oh, uh, you couple of nerds. Yeah. You damn nerds. Yep. You goofs. So, you and Bolt hop on your hoverboards and you start blasting through the street. You get some points and nods and shouts as you guys are going, but it's not
1: egregious. It's not
0: egregious. It's not all the time. It's just the occasional one.
1: And it's not a mob.
0: And it's not a mob. The Golden Lotus Casino is part of oler Resort, mm-hmm. which is the Olair Corp resort, yep. funny enough. Uh, and it is in West City. Mm-hmm. The farthest north you can be along the edge of the water mm-hmm. goes out into the yes. sea area.
1: On the map, there's a very clear distinction for where Alair Resort starts. Strictly, uh-huh. I think that's all built up over the water on like stilts.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: Like, well, not stilts, but like big old concrete column bastards. Okay. So or it's, maybe it's just stone they've shaped out of the ground.
0: That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. So it's just a completely manufactured area on top of the actual waterfront. Cause they
1: needed some real estate. It's free real, free real estate. estate.
0: Okay, that's cool. I really like that.
1: And then it gives you somewhere shady to go underneath.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I think that's pretty neat.
1: I kind of thought it might be cool if it was sort of shaped like a lotus flower. Okay. But with the glass, like the outside being like an opaque glass that the light from inside shines through.
0: That's very cool.
1: So it's kind of like a beacon. I bet a lot of sifu moths like to flutter Mm. around it.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. It makes a lot of sense in it even makes it similar to the Shard in some ways where it just, it's this great beacon in the light. And it just is. That's pretty cool. I like that. O'Lair Resort in that entire area that we were just talking about is kind of like its own sub-district on its own. It's mm-hmm. that big. It's a couple blocks long and on the very northern tip of it is the Golden Lotus Casino overlooking the waterfront. It's
1: kind of like a a downtown disney kind of feel as opposed to the rest of the city which is a city it's like it's very clearly manufactured but if while you're there you're so in it that you don't really notice that it shouldn't all be right there maybe
0: yeah so it's it's manufactured it's kitschy it's very colorful and fun there's a lot of advertisements and signs around like that and uh, the golden lotus itself. It's probably the fanciest thing over here, and it has at least the air of faux fancy.
1: Yeah, it's new money.
0: It is, it's new money. So Alayre Resort is unlike East City, with its winding streets and briny canals. Everything in the West City was excavated, as Caldonix itself was expanding, and everything in the West has a modular look to it. It's laid out in square blocks, each with a very unique setup of the buildings within, but modular on a large scale as well.
1: So it's it's easier to navigate for the tourists because they can just be like, oh, it's like three blocks left, two block up.
0: Yeah. And everything's pretty much the same. Very Mm -hmm. grid-based. There's a lot of glitz uh, and a lot of glamour. The smells... The smells are intoxicating the sense of whatever foods and goods are for sale nearby uh, pumped out into the street to tempt you inside this place is designed to just suck money out of you
1: it is and it's oh, she, she just had two scones but she's like ah, fuck I could eat
0: <laughs> and the fog rolling in from the waterfront is illuminated by the bright neon and cory signage uh, that decorates the shop fronts and restaurants all just beckoning you closer and deeper But the sounds are excited and happy. It's Mm -hmm. a very positive vibe over here. That's good. As you pull up to this building, which is shaped in the vague semblance of a lotus uh, with the leaves pointing up and the dull glow coming from inside. Is it a consistent glow? Does it change?
1: I think it changes like hourly. Okay. There'll be like a subtle light shift. Maybe that's also how locals can tell time.
0: Interesting. Okay. So they're just...
1: Oh, it's purple o'clock.
0: I like that. That's, that seems like the kind of kitschy thing that you would have at a resort right? like that. It's like a during the purple hour.
1: There was something like that when I was working at Disney. Mm-hmm. When there a specific song would come on loop every day, and I'm like, ah, it's packing up time. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> That's fun. I like that. That makes sense. On the outside, where do you think you deposit your hoverboards? Is there like a parking area? I or are there a valets? A valet. Okay. And you guys are in uniform right now? Yep. Okay, so you you and Bolt roar up on your hoverboards. And uh, the valets, uh, we haven't really established what Oleric colors are, or if there are any or if it just changes based on the attraction. I think it
1: depends on the attraction, but I feel like if the regulators have more of a black and dark grays, maybe there's just like an off-white.
0: Okay, so it's an off-white, just like a basic valet...
1: Different sorts of trims Co- and accessories to denote where you're supposed to be working.
0: Okay, so one of the valets comes up. He's a young Nakir man with light hair. Then he comes up in his off-white blazer. blazer. I was about to say blazer. <laughs> yeah. And he says, oh, uh, good evening, sir, madam. May I park your vehicles for you?
1: Yes, please.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Here are your tickets.
1: Thank you. Hands those to you. She slips him a tip because she understands from working up top for a little bit as a delivery girl that god you live on those fucking tips
0: <laughs> god, so drop some cubes into his hand yeah Did you give him, do you carry credits around like Oleric no she wouldn't Gives him some cubes and he looks at them and inclines his head and says thank you very much ma'am
1: you're welcome i
0: hope you enjoy your stay
1: oh me too
0: <laughs> and bolt hands his off to the the other kid and says hmm is it purple o'clock already
1: <laughs> it is purple o'clock bolt
0: that's a good time.
1: Oh yeah, what do you do at Purple O'clock?
0: Wouldn't you like to know? I would. Yeah, maybe
1: later. Okay.
0: Well, th- this isn't the good one. The next one is the good one. Green O'clock.
1: Green O'clock even better.
0: It's only an hour or two away. You don't want to miss Green O'clock.
1: God, I hope we don't. <laughs> it's
0: a, it's sort of like a happy hour on the on the floor. Oh, really? Mmm, mm, very happy. So yes, let's uh let's uh, hurry this along so we don't miss Green O'clock. they go in you go up the front automatic doors open for you you enter into the the main lobby
1: climate control
0: ah beautiful it's very dry cooler air in here Mm. just feel it It's like sucks the dampness off of you as you walk in through that first little it's like the portal into this strange Olera dimension
1: I feel like she rolls down her rolled up sleeves because she doesn't want to get a chill very nice (laughs) Covering up her bracers. <laughs>
0: uh, and there is a checkpoint, right, uh, basically on the inside where you go through security, where you're, they make sure you don't have cheating-enabled augmentations. There's a security guard, who comes up to you and says, oh, Is there anything we should be aware of, ma'am?
1: She taps her circlet with a finger. Just this, but it's just for my mind's own protection, mm-hmm. if you will.
0: And he notices that you're both regulators, and he says, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, are you here on business?
1: Uh... Yes, for now.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Um well, please step through. I'm sure it'll be fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bolt goes through and there's nothing and you go through and there's a small beep and then he gives you the wand and finds that, you know, what you said is accurate and nice. goes through. Says is there um is there something that I can do to assist you? Who are you here to see?
1: I was looking for my aunt Fiora Sedella.
0: Oh, you're here to see the director?
1: The director?
0: Yes, uh, Madam Director?
1: I, de- you know, I heard she got a promotion, but I didn't hear quite how promoted. That's excellent. Yes, we're here to see Madam Director.
0: Certainly. I'm happy to inform her. May, Might I tell her who to expect? Athena. Uh, Regulator Athena?
1: Yep. She'll know who it is. And
0: you're, oh, oh, this is, uh, this is, you're more Bueling. Yes, of course. You must be new here. Are you new here? He says, "Well, I've uh, I've been here a week or two, maybe." I'm sure we'll become fast friends. Do you want uh, an autograph of something? And he nods and holds out, fishes oh. for a piece of paper, and <laughs> takes it. And says, there you go. Always happy to meet a fan. You've done an admirable job here today, keeping us all safe. Thank you for your service. And the guy's just nods to him. Nice. He says, "Oh, uh." Yeah, uh, Madam Director, yes, uh, let me, uh, I'll be right back.
1: Okay, they wait there. I think as they're waiting, she leans over to Bolt and says, I thought you were charging people for autographs. That's what you told me that first night we met on the bridge. Were you just joking?
0: Yes, I'm such a jokester, you know me.
1: I guess I didn't know you that well yet.
0: Listen, some people are kind of... Jerky shills, and if they're willing to pay me, then I'm not going to turn them down. But if there's someone who is a fan, then who am I to turn them away?
1: That's pretty enterprising, Bolt.
0: I respect that. Enterprising, yes. I'm. I am an enterprising individual. What
1: did you do before you were a regulator, Bolt?
0: I uh I worked. Oh, it's a, It was a family business. Gotcha. Type thing. She winks. Winks back. At you and nods. There. There was a moment of. <laughs> uh, unease, but then when you decided to let it go, it, it went away there.
1: She won't pry in public.
0: The young man comes back a moment later and says, okay, please, uh, please come this way. Sure. I'm expecting you. And, uh, he leads you a little deeper and you get to see the, the casino floor on its own. And I think it's broken up into a couple of different places. It is, it's loud. It's busy. The checkpoint opens up to a large reception area. Everything's tinted in rich shades of gold-orange, burgundy, and bright white. There's a circular bank of elevators in the middle, surrounded by glowing flowering mushrooms in light yellows and oranges. Uh, directly behind the elevators, the room opens widely into a large circular area of the main casino floor. There's many different levels, separated by these white marble stairs that seem to have been pulled right out of the floor itself. And they're polished. So polished, they're just shining. The floors spiral upwards into a flower bud shape, and there are balconies leaving the center of the room clear, with the top floor being thick glass for viewing the entire area. And it smells rich in here, like a dark coffee and probably wine fancier than you can normally afford.
1: Probably.
0: <laughs> There's a full string ensemble on a balcony high above, and the wavering jazzy music floating down to all the listening ears, and the lights change ever so slightly in time with the reprises. The smell of seared meats drift across from the in-house restaurant. Mm. Smoke wafts through the air. It's bitter on your tongue and in your nostrils. There's laughter, cheers, cries of dismay. Beko, in turn, from everywhere. An air of faux luxury. Everything appears upscale, but a discerning eye can tell. And you've spent enough time in the bubble to recognize what luxury looks like down mm-hmm. here. And this is not up to par with sort of what you've seen your grandparents experience there's many different games of chance on the floor slot machines roulette a series of card games you know there is a track for racing barsks and uh, the stakes are much higher because matches can take so long <laughs> maybe the, and there's lots of like racing with changeable terrain and things like that similar to what they have uh, on the other side of the city
1: fantastic
0: okay he leads you through the floor over to that circular bank of elevators, gets in one with you, and uh, pulls out a key and punches a button and turns the key, and you start to go up.
1: Excellent.
0: And Bolt steps in. Bolt's, you know, head is on a swivel as he's in there, and he's just all smiles and looks like he's having a great time, but stands silently with you.
1: Bolt, what's your game?
0: What's my game? My game is winning, Sedaris.
1: Okay, but at what game, Bolt? Oh, you I know can, what I meant. I
0: can win at anything, Sedaris.
1: <sighs> I bet you can. <laughs>
0: you, you pick your game and I'll play it with you. And I'll win. You know, well, sometimes. Mo- most of the time. We'll, I'll come out ahead. We'll see. I'll do better than you, is what I'm saying.
1: You know what, Bolt? You probably will, but don't count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs>
0: Can you count them as chickens if the? Ah! ah ha, ha. That's the joke! Oh! Very nice, yes, mm-hmm. I, I understand. I, I see where that saying comes from.
1: I think she's looking over, just out of her side-eye, at the, the dude escorting them up.
0: Yeah, he is looking forward, and his eyes are sort of darting to the side. <laughs> like, he, And then you see him start to turn just a little bit more. Like, he doesn't want to turn and look at you guys and acknowledge that you're there, but obviously you're standing here in this close elevator, and he's sort of starstruck, so...
1: Do you like working here at the
0: Lotus? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really great here. I I love my job. Oh. How about you? Do you Oh, you don't <laughs> you, you don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I do
1: love my job though.
0: <laughs> he sort of stammers out.
1: <laughs> she gives him a thumbs up and like <laughs> a nodding smile.
0: Bolt looks at you and then him and then you again and then back to the kid and Gives him a, an over-exaggerated <laughs> wink.
1: It glows a little brighter for a second. Uh,
0: and the kid kind of turns red and looks forward again. And uh, a moment later, there's a ding. And uh, the doors open into a, a short hallway. And he says, yeah, the, the Madam Director said to just send you right on in. Uh, when you got here, it's the door right there at the end of the hall.
1: The only door?
0: The, uh, yup, <laughs> That's the one.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> what was your name again?
0: Uh, my name is... My name is Reggie.
1: Well, it's good to he meet you, He says in Reggie. a
0: slightly deeper tone. You too. Um, Have a great day. You too. And he pushes the button to go back down. And he, as the doors are sliding he together, he leans a little, he, bit, yeah, he bit, leans more a little bit more to just stay in frame as long as he can. And then he's gone.
1: Bolt, are people just like that around you? Does that happen a lot?
0: Sedaris, so you've spent enough time around me. Is it really so surprising?
1: It's not. It's just, it's weird to not have... Stranger's immediately suspicious when they're around me, so. People over here? Good people. These are good people, so
0: you should give them a chance.
1: I know they're good people, Bolt. Don't be Bolt.
0: so suspicious. No, a, people some... are
1: suspicious of me, Bolt. Will you're with me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's well, get this. Yes, we, let's get this over. Let's, we, we've got things to do.
1: She's super nervous. You know, I think before they go in, she thinks about... Her reporter conversations earlier, and I think mm-hmm. she looks at Bolt and says, "Bolt, did you tell anybody about the brains, like Phil or anyone? Nobody was supposed to know about that."
0: I don't think I said anything. Who's to stop information? Am I right?
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. That's hmm. worrying. All right, I just wanted to ask.
0: Sh- yes, of course. Should sure I thing. check to
1: see if he's lying? Sure. Good. Seven.
0: Seven. Uh, as far as you can tell, he's telling you the truth. He doesn't have seem to have any reason to think that he told somebody something they should have known.
1: Okay, that's, that's good enough for Athena right now.
0: <laughs> Alright, so you're going to see the director?
1: Yep, gonna knock on the door.
0: Okay, there's a, a muffled, come in.
1: And then she does.
0: Okay, uh, you walk into this office, and uh, I didn't really have any specific description for the office, but it's a fancy office. Mm. It's a real nice one.
1: Is it a wooden desk?
0: You know what? I think there is a wooden desk here. Wow. Yeah, wood being quite a commodity down here. This had to be shipped in or assembled from pieces shipped from the surface.
1: I wonder if it came from the same shipment of wood that Clint had that old door made out of.
0: There you go and seated at this desk, this really nice desk. I know the desk is great. The desk the, is the great. The person at the desk is a vel woman. She is about the same age as your father, uh, so that's to say probably his 50s. She's thin but firm with her posture. Her hair is dark, scattered with silvers and grays, and she has a few wrinkles, but there's also a certain zeal. You know, there's an energy there. She is wearing a dress that almost looks like a light business robe. Hmm. Greens and grays and blacks. Her hair is a short bob swept back, clipped close, and she uh, stands up and walks around and she is smiling.
1: That's good. Athena smiles, too, and she goes to give her a hug.
0: Yes, and uh, you move forward and your Aunt Fiora moves in and gives you a a tight squeeze and pulls you in. And she says, oh, it's wonderful to see you, dear. It's been so long.
1: It's been longer than I intended, let's say. Mm. I'm sorry I couldn't get over here sooner. Um, We kind of had a mob situation I couldn't come over for a little while
0: no of course I, I did hear about that unfortunately and she presses you in tighter and lets you go and pulls you back and holds you at arm's length and says <sighs> so good to see you
1: good to see you too I'm sorry we're also not here on the best circumstances of course today of course, yeah
0: <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry very unprofessional please come in regularly
1: I don't think it's unprofessional
0: uh yeah. even so please come in I'm you sure. and your um compatriot, Mister Mr, B- Mr. Yes. Of course I knew Bolt.
1: My my task force leader.
0: Yes, and uh, Bolt walks up and also gives her a hug. Aw. So good to see you, madam director. Oh
1: god, I hope he's not fucking her aunt.
0: And she gives him a hug back and says, You Isabel, are you enjoying yourself? Says, yes, always, always. And Bolt turns back to you and points at you and points at her and says, You 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 said and downstairs. Yeah. Is Madame Director your aunt? Yes. Athena <laughs> Regulator Sedaris. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: I gotta keep some intrigue, don't I?
0: Oh. Well, <laughs> now I'm worried.
1: Worried? Well, if you could
0: keep this from me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good at secrets, vault.
0: And Fiora kinda cocks her head to the side. Like, not, m- like, not at you, but it's just kinda like, yeah, yeah it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, yes, well, I'm Quite familiar with Bolt. We've known each other for some time now.
1: That's nice. Well, he, he's
0: a regulator here. I mean, he,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a regulator. He's, yeah, he's a regular. I hear. He's a
0: regular here. A regular regulator. Yeah. Now, I suppose you could say. Well, uh, all the same, please come in. Um, formalities. Can I get you anything?
1: Sure. Water. <laughs> water would be lovely. She
0: pulls out a couple of waters, gives them to you guys.
1: While she's pouring them, can I cast empathy? Sure. She's so worried about everything. Sure. Good. Five.
0: Five is a success. You watch as Fiora pulls the water out and hands it to you, and she goes to sit back in her chair, which is high-backed and nice. Looks like Mm -hmm. it might be domba leather. It's (gasps) like a dark, dark brown. Feels so nice. Mm, Probably does. Wouldn't you like to know? I would. But she sweeps her robes and sits down. And you see her aura billowing. It's very confident. It's Mm -hmm. very uh, sure there's a nugget of warm happiness right there. That's nice. Ah, uh, that's sort of spreading outwards in the color palette. Mostly warm, bright tones. There doesn't appear to be any kind of weird distortion that you have seen with other people in the past. Cool. Nothing of any specific significance.
1: I think she blinks real hard a couple of times and like scratches at her eye like she's getting an eyelash mm-hmm. out to get everything back to normal.
0: Sure. and says, So, to what circumstance do I owe this visit today? What can I do for you?
1: Um, well some some shepherds got very dead and we found out that they worked here so we're just trying to figure out who might have killed them we're just trying to cover our bases
0: oh yes we did receive uh, reports indicating that some of our employees had been found dead in a, a, a warehouse. A was warehouse. That it?
1: it was on the waterfront, a couple blocks away oh, from a resort. It is horrid. Um, and the shit of it is, they were all killed in seemingly very different fashions. So we can't even really get a solid mo on why or who or <laughs>
0: the shit of it, really, dear. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Well, um, obviously we were not provided with any specific details of the circumstance we were aware that they were found that they were found dead but um, yes of course whatever information I can give you I'm happy to they were naturally identified the families have been notified but mm-hmm. I can tell you just from looking at the information there didn't appear to be any significant outliers aside from the fact that they did work the same security detail
1: who assigns the security details who take you know tells them where to go and what to do
0: well, it depends on um, who's overseeing them that day. Typically, they work in squads. You know, if, if they're familiar with one another, they tend to work well together in the future. But we do rotate membership because, as I'm sure you're aware, this is a security. Anything that could have violence involved is a, a very stressful and fatigue-inducing profession. So yep. uh, it's very necessary for us to allow our employees the opportunity to recuperate. Right. So the employees that you had found who had been killed, they were not on schedule for duty at the time of the disappearance of murder, which is why they were never reported as missing.
1: Well, we did find them about 24 hours after time of death. So, I mean, we can... We can clock to when they had died, but we don't know where they were prior, or why they were out and about together, or...
0: Well, what I can tell you is that, like, people anywhere, they worked together. All the employees that uh, you had found, all the security detail, all the shepherds, as you say. Of course they knew one another, they were prone to working with one another. I don't know what they would do in their personal time, but it stands to reason that they could have been friends outside of work.
1: I mean, they were they were outfitted in armor. They had guns. They had all their radios from the casino. And her, so I'm not sure who sent them out to do something.
0: Her brow furrows, and she says, "Well, if they were off duty, then of course they wouldn't have been sanctioned. They wouldn't have been assigned to go anywhere. We don't we don't deal in wet works, hit squads, black operations here. This is a security detail. So mm-hmm. if they were found with their armaments, unfortunately, they do have the ability to." access the lockers and the equipment storage, you know, with proper identification.
1: Was this a full squad? Was this their whole normal squad that came back ID'd? Was there anyone missing, anyone not assigned?
0: I think you asked that, and there's a moment of pause as, you know, her eyebrows frown, she's thinking, and she pulls up a tablet and presses a couple of buttons. No, no, there was not. This was the entire detail, she says, sort of. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Is there some, can you check who has deployed them in the past? Oh I know it, you said it's a rotation, but Yes, of
0: course. Um, she pulls it up and she says, Well, it would have been three of our chiefs. It could have been um it could have been uh Gil Grando. It could have been uh, Sarah Andelmo, or it could have been Harlan Troyer.
1: So just those three then.
0: I mean you had you asked me, dear um, regulator, you had asked <laughs> me and she puts up her hand like sorry. Um, it's okay. You had asked me um, who ha- who could have directed them before. Well, Those are the only three answers that I can give you outside of uh, myself. But I don't typically take a hand in such security matters. I leave that to uh, those on the detail.
1: Well, I might need to talk to someone from that group. I don't know.
0: Of course. Uh, my employees are fully at your disposal, as you see fit. Hands are they all here today? Um, And she pulls up her roster and says... At the moment, uh, two, two of the three, typically there's uh, two work. One covers first shift, one the second shift, and mm-hmm. then one of them has off. That makes it easier to cover, you know, when there's yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like that. So uh, two are here today. Um, Harlan Troyer and um, Gil Grando.
1: How long have they worked here?
0: Oh, um, sometime. Uh, Gil has been here for at least a year or two. Harlan, a year, maybe less. Hard to say
1: were they sent down by Corp or did they just stumble into the city?
0: No, I believe they were transferred from the surface. Oler Corp is a, quite a widespread corporation as I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you know now given yeah. you know, history things like that. Yes. Um, but yes, I believe he was, uh, I don't have his full personnel record, record in front of me obviously. Some of that isn't what I have at my fingertips.
1: <laughs> right. No, um, I understand.
0: But yes, I believe they both transferred from the surface at one time or another.
1: I'm just thinking more about the group of guards. Was it their day off or something? The yes, day when we- they went missing, were they supposed to be on duty and they just never showed up?
0: No, they, they, that's what I meant. They were <sighs> none of them were scheduled to be on that day. We have a number of details, you know, far more uh, individual squads and security officers than we do for um, the overseers, such as uh, Troia and Grondo and Andelmo.
1: Something else kind of troubling that you should Be aware of is we found them with um, a bag of substantially hard contraband in the warehouse.
0: Contraband,
1: just a whole duffel bag of explosives.
0: I think we say she puts her hand over her mouth. Explosives,
1: explosives. I don't know how they (sighs) got them in here, but it's extremely dangerous, and I need to figure out how they're getting these things in and if they. I just there's so much we don't know right now. Yeah. I'm just scrambling for bits. I,
0: I have no explanation. I've, I have no idea how they would go about. We obviously we don't keep explosives here. There's, nothing... I wouldn't
1: think you would.
0: No, we don't. Um, there are circumstances in which we can apply for permits have things of that nature, but there's no purpose for having them here. So, I can think of no circumstance in which we would have procured such an object. I can tell you that I have no first-hand knowledge of any underground smuggling ring here. My focus is typically a bit higher to be sure but as I said you're of course welcome to speak with any of my employees with my full permission
1: okay I might need to
0: it's very troubling
1: it is very troubling
0: do you think they were disgruntled they were trying to blow up to blow up the lotus should we evacuate do you think there are others out there
1: we got all the explosives that we found so I think the lotus will be fine I wouldn't I mean, of course. I'm not a, an expert, but we're yes. still just trying to figure out, just trying to put the puzzle together.
0: Of course, forgive me. My imagination ran away with me for a moment.
1: That's okay, mine constantly does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she looks over at Bolt like, do you have any questions? I'm running out. Bolt's been... Ever so good. Yeah, I
0: think uh, this whole time Bolt has been quietly listening, not interjecting, looking around the office a little bit,
1: sipping at his water, probably louder than he should.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. He'll just always. Ah, mm, it's got a nice crispness to it.
1: It's the minerals.
0: Hmm. Well, the only question I have is whether it's green o'clock yet. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs>
1: Aunt Fiora, is it green o'clock yet?
0: She looks up, uh, out, kind of out the window yeah. to the clearly purple sky, and says no, I don't <laughs> I don't believe it's quite that time yet.
1: Shame. I think she flips her little notebook. She's been reading off her questions yeah, from close. Those are really all the questions I have for now. I wish we could have gotten over here a little sooner, like I said, but
0: you know how it goes. I, I do, of course do. Um, Do you you have anything to go off of? Do you have any suspects? I I want to ensure that all of my people are safe. Of course, there is always the possibility that there are others who have ill intentions and will remain as vigilant as possible on our end. But if you have any further information that I can use to keep my employees and our clientele safe, of course I will do everything in my power to act upon it.
1: No other suspects that you should need to concern yourself with?
0: Very well. Well, then I will speak with uh, my associates and begin digging a bit deeper. And of course, if we find anything, I will you'll be the first one I speak to.
1: I appreciate it.
0: Explosives. And our own neck of the woods. I don't understand.
1: There are just so many more drugs in the city than there used to be and now there's explosives too it seems like i took a i took a bad seven years off
0: (laughs) fiora purses her lips a little bit and she she looks a little sad there's a a bit more strain at the edges of her eyes and she says it has been trying several years, but we can only do our best to move forward and part of that is banding together and this is a business establishment. This should be a, a safe place, a happy place. Yeah. Place where they come to enjoy themselves and we make a tidy profit. So that doesn't well, mean Well how we- could you not? <laughs> yes, but that doesn't mean we can't care about the people and our employees and things working here, so of course. Consider us at your disposal.
1: Athena looks over at Bolt and looks like she's thinking for a sec, and mm-hmm. then asks Bolt, can I have the room for a sec to talk with my aunt?
0: Of course, I'll, uh, I'll meet you downstairs.
1: Okay. Maybe?
0: Is that, uh, yeah. How long do you need?
1: Oh, not, probably not too long.
0: I'll meet you downstairs.
1: All right, I'll see you at whatever table you're having fun at. Order me a drink, I'll be right there.
0: Madam Director, always a pleasure. She nods to him and he makes his way out. And it's just you and Fjord.
1: I think she's feeling a little awkward that her social buffer's now gone. But she did ask him to go.
0: What did you want to speak with me about, dear?
1: A couple things. I missed you, and I love you, and I'm embarrassed to say that in front of Bolt, because <laughs> he's my boss of right now.
0: He. i He's your boss. Mm, well, she winks at her. I think Fiora winks back and says, Well, Sidellas never tell.
1: <laughs> Except for Cressida, who tells constantly.
0: Oh, well, you don't give your grandmother enough credit, dear.
1: I know. I, I did see them last week yes so, they said so it we was were very nice pleased to see you yeah it was, it was it was a good dinner um dad is having a cook off at the festival this year
0: i see cook off
1: a cook off um it's if, sort of a cook off uh one that if he doesn't win he'll lose the restaurant to Mobius cuz they kind of made a you know how uh, he gets kind of swept up sometimes. Oh, but I think it would mean the world to him if he came and supported on the day.
0: Of course I would.
1: I would never not
0: be there to support my baby brother.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. He's,
0: your father's... He's got a, a good heart, as we all know, but he is proud and would never accept help. Continues to refuse it, so I want him to be happy and successful, but... He's too... constrained. How do you I, mean? I wanted to... I knew I tried to and the parents tried to but I wanted to buy a steak in his restaurant and, and funnel some business his way but how well, do you know how he is? We're more tied to a Lara Corp than many and he wanted to distance himself to that so if he took money from us or from our parents then they would feel differently.
1: Well, if it makes you feel better, he didn't even want to take any from me.
0: It doesn't make me feel better, but it doesn't surprise me either. He's a good man with a good heart, and...
1: He's got, you know, one of those artist souls.
0: Yes, he does, doesn't he? Well...
1: I just need to make sure everything goes okay.
0: Well, if there's anything I can do to help you... She winks again. (laughs) Obviously, he'll never find out.
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> Oblivious is always, my brother.
1: Maybe just a little bit. Mm. This is a little awkward.
0: Ooh, more awkward than that.
1: Oh well, you know.
0: Well, go ahead.
1: <sighs> Who is Angie?
0: Her expression certainly changes when you say that. Uh, from maybe confusion and not recognizing it at first, and then there's like a light bulb moment, and then she narrows her eyes and looks away and is thinking and then looks back to you she says could you tell me a little bit more about why you are asking this question
1: well I've heard secondhand from a lot of people that Pavi made some ill advised choices while I was gone and it seems like those choices may stem back to this Anji person that I've still never met and I'm just trying to figure out where to direct some of my anger
0: I see. Um If
1: that makes sense. <laughs>
0: of course it does, yes. Um Anji is Arrow. Mm-hmm. She was once an employee here at the casino, and is no longer employed here. Mm-hmm. And as you said, there was a an unfortunate circumstance about oh, five years ago? Six five years ago, maybe, involving Anji and War friend, friend, mm-hmm. Sekapavi. yep, Which resulted in their failed attempt to swindle a significant sum of money from the casino at the time. As I said, it uh, didn't go quite as they expected, I think.
1: It didn't sound like um, it.
0: The end result of that was that, well, I don't know if the details matter.
1: They might.
0: Anji is no longer employed here. I don't know what she is doing. I know she is not in regulator custody. That's the last I know of her. And Sekapavi, per our arrangement at the time, has honored her word to not set foot in this casino ever again. And naturally, I uh, made no report to the regulators to that effect. As I imagined you would not want your friend to lose her profession and dishonor her name for all time
1: for all time
0: or at least recent memory
1: do you know why she did it
0: (laughs) do I know why she did it um no I don't know why she did it um I'm happy to provide you with my best guesses
1: I think she laces her fingers and very dubiously rests her chin on them
0: I think that I think she was lost without her best friend I think she made a string of unfortunate decisions from a place of maybe fear, or usually it's fear, that would be my guess. You two were inseparable growing up, I know, I know our family is different in its own way, as every family is. Yeah. a bit estranged, obviously, we would have liked you to grow up a bit closer to us, and King Taro kept his distance, I understand why he wanted that, but I've always regretted that we never had the opportunity to get to know one another very well, so I hope that can change.
1: I don't see why it can't.
0: Yes, but I remember that you and Sekapavi were quite inseparable growing up. We'd always be running around together every time I saw you. Yeah. And people change, people make... people make poor decisions all the time. So I didn't want her to ruin her life over it, but I made it quite clear that there was a limit to the clemency that I could afford her with my station which I was not the director at the time
1: did Anji get the same kind of clemency or was she reported well
0: um as I mentioned I am not aware that she is in regulator custody and I do not know where she is she was was in our custody and by the time the regulators arrived she was gone so, okay.
1: not our finest
0: moment to be sure, but she didn't get away with anything of significant value, so it was sort of written off as a failed experiment. Experiment? You know, the Lotus hasn't been here for. It's, it's been here for time, but. Um, yeah. Obviously, I have grown up in Caldorics, and I'm accustomed to all of its peoples and traditions and ways.
1: Oh, is she like an Aero ambassador?
0: She was not an ambassador. Well, I suppose you could call it I that mean at least sense. for the
1: toppers coming down.
0: You've sort of the gist of it. Um, we don't have many Aero employees, as I'm sure you've noticed. Not specifically not because we don't want them. We do hire them in other capacities, of course, but
1: Who wants to be looked at all day?
0: Well, didn't most of the surface-dwelling, uh, tourists who come into our establishment are not, um, used to interacting with such a fine people. So it's caused problems in the past, and in an effort to not subject the arrow to such treatment and uh, to not put them uh, on edge while they are here, we've... there have been executive decisions in that regard, let us say.
1: That makes sense. So...
0: having, uh, one of our trial employees end up a thief and a swindle. was a, a bit I mean, of a hard pill to swallow for the director at the time, let me tell you. I didn't stop hearing about it for years.
1: I mean, obviously, it's up to the Arrow, but I don't think you should write him off entirely.
0: No, of course not, dear. No, 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 no. no. It's, um, again, it's merely perception. Incorrect perception. But, um, only so much can be done to change minds, step by step, you know.
1: This might be an ask, but do you have a picture of her?
0: Picture of Anji, um,
1: like a an employee ID picture or anything in the system?
0: Uh, not handy. I can see if I can scrounge one up for you. Sure. I'll get on I'll, I'll see what I can do.
1: No rush on that. I'm just—it's not official business or anything. I just want to know if if I just bump into her at some point, I know who she is. You no, know, of,
0: of course, dear. Yes
1: don't want to be taken for yet another ride <laughs>
0: <laughs> no of course not
1: i think she's just looking out the window for a little bit trying mm-hmm. to think if there's anything else dire to cover it's uh,
0: it's beautiful up here it's quiet i think there are some small windows that you can actually see out into the city but the rest of the fixture is uh, sort of that opaque glass that you can see mm-hmm. from the outside that reflects the color and as you're looking out, there is a slow fade from purple to green.
1: Oh my god, it's green o'clock.
0: Apparently it's green o'clock.
1: She says that out loud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. it is now green o'clock, as you say.
1: She looks at her watch and she's like, green o'clock actually does mean I'm off duty now. <laughs>
0: oh, wonderful. If you'd like to uh, change, I'm sure I have, um, I'm sure I can find something for you. Yeah, of course, you're welcome to play in your uniform.
1: Oh, I wouldn't prefer that. I think it's something, if you have something, I wouldn't mind it.
0: Of course, I'll have someone escort you.
1: Thank you. Is there anything you have for me? Any any questions? Anything
0: I have for you? Um,
1: Except for maybe another hug? Of
0: course, I've missed you, dear. And she gives you another too. hug. She says, oh, It certainly hasn't felt the same, but I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're doing well with the bolt in your task force. I know this has been uh, quite a to-do in the town.
1: Yeah, a little bit more of a to-do than I prefer.
0: (laughs) I understand. Uh, Tensions are at a strange place.
1: It's not quite the city I expected to come back to.
0: I understand, but don't forget that we have the ability to make it the city we want it to be. It takes us hard work and banding together, and Knowing the right people. What? You are Sadella. Well, partly at least. We do have connections. That's all I'm saying. That's... That's all I'm saying. I just... mm, Yeah. I know you are your father's daughter. And we love you. But it is a choice. You have resources at your disposal that you could use, should you so choose. That's all I'm saying.
1: I, I seem to be spoiled with resources, and <laughs> she winks at her.
0: Mm, she winks back.
1: But I'd rather, um, I'd rather not dip too deeply into them. I for understand. public image reasons, and work reasons.
0: Of course. Well, I, on, on that note, and I'm, I'm so sorry to ask. Oh, no. I promised my mother that I would, as you know, she can be. Um, Is
1: she trying to set me up with Bolt again? Oh
0: no. no, I think you could do that quite well yourself if you oh. wanted to. <laughs> um, no, this was more um, you know, I have so many positions available that uh, if you were looking for a change and you wanted a different opportunity you know, I, and I especially light of these recent events I could use another overseer in my security detail to ensure that uh, things function well like a well-oiled machines professional expertise and Dealing with situations like this would be invaluable for somewhere else around the city.
1: I can't say, given the past couple days, that isn't extremely tempting. But I think I have to see see what I'm doing through. It's very important to my mental well-being. I can't just leave something undone like that.
0: Of course, dear. I understand. Well, standing offer, you know where to find it if you are interested...
1: I'll keep that in my back pocket. Good. It's good to know if the proctor fires me, I have a fallback.
0: No, she wouldn't
1: dare. <laughs> well.
0: She wouldn't dare.
1: Well, between you and me, the task force was kind of the second best thing to firing me she could have done.
0: Ooh. But. I won't say anything, I promise.
1: Oh, boy. Well, I guess I'm going to go have some fun go with Bolt. have some
0: fun, dear. You deserve it.
1: Green o'clock, what else to do? Yes,
0: it's green o'clock. <laughs> She presses a couple of buttons on her tablet and says, someone will show you to my personal collection. Pick oh. something in you.
1: Oh, my. Well, I'll return it after, after well, Green I Clock's would, over. I would
0: hope you would. <laughs> but if you needed to wear it out, of course you can. Thank you. Yes.
1: Well, I'm going to go have some fun. I think she goes over and she gives her a hug and a... Don't peck on the cheek.
0: Mm-hmm. You can go uh, take the elevator back down. It'll probably stop on a floor partway down, and there's another service person there. Oh, yes. Um, Madam Director said that you were coming down here, so please follow me, and you can pick something out to wear to the floor downstairs. Thank you. She follows. Mm-hmm. And they'll take you to it's a room with an enormous wardrobe where you can pick out an outfit.
1: Fiora strikes me as a floor-length gown kind of gal. So maybe like a sleek, dark gray Mm. with some blue accents. Very nice. Athena would like to go downstairs. It's green o'clock.
0: It is green o'clock. Okay. So you get down and the floor itself, the lighting has changed just a little bit to have like a slightly greenish hue from above. It's not, everything's not magically green now, but Mm -hmm. you can tell there's been a change.
1: I think she's turned her bracers into more ornamental jewelry looking things. I like
0: that. Pretty cool.
1: Pretty fancy.
0: You get downstairs and a- after getting off the elevator, you look around and you see that uh, Bolt is seated nearby in like a comfy chair, hmm. sipping on a drink. There's another drink on the table next to him and he's just sort of looking around, but he is dressed in like a, it's basically a tuxedo.
1: Oh my God.
0: Snazzy tuxedo. His hair is all he slicked back. He just had back.
1: that here? You don't know. Oh my God. Well, she's going to go and ask him.
0: He goes up and says, So good to see you.
1: Bolt, where did you get a tuxedo? Um, I mean, I know that's kind of pot calling the kettle black because I'm wearing a dress right now. You are. It However, good. thank you. It's my aunt's. I'm going to take this drink.
0: What it, are we doing? for you. I'd thank what, you. What would you like to play? What are we doing? You pick. I don't oh, know. I can't wait to school you, there You have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Athena's going to make a beeline for the Barisk track.
0: I think it's in a separate section. Yeah. You know, just off to one side, and it's just a... I imagine, like, the Chocobo race encounter at the Golden mm-hmm. Saucer in Final Fantasy Seven nice. is my quintessential... A bunch of wide desks with circular countertops and where you can place your bets. And just like uh, back when you were at the Shard, there are some monitors up above you that are rifling through numbers and probabilities and names of different barsks, which I'm sure are absurd. Probably. There's no Gooper here, of course.
1: No, he's a good pampered boy. God. He doesn't need to race. Just Are, are there accompanying pictures by the names? I want to see who I'm betting yes. on.
0: Yes, there are.
1: Excellent. Can she bet on um the daring Mr. Drippy?
0: The daring Mr. Drippy. Absolutely you can. What does this barisk look like?
1: Chunky crystals on a shell, but they're like flatter, like they've been pruned into certain shapes, and they are... I think they're green and yellow.
0: All right, You place your bet.
1: Excellent. I hope this pays off.
0: How big of a bet are you placing? Is it like five dollars or the equivalent?
1: I think she might go up to ten bucks. She thinks this Mister Drippy it's like looks. T- it's
0: like a token bet. It doesn't yeah, matter. Okay, no, then, yeah, no, she's it's just
1: a goof. She just loves Varisk.
0: Okay, you place your bet.
1: Is there like a really staticky video feed? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of it's the, awful. Them going it's already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you could always go watch, so but it's like in a, it's it's in the back. But there's a racing arena. Yeah, there's a there's a fuzzy video feed, and I think after a couple of minutes, the race begins. After all the bets are in, and uh, it looks like a conventional racetrack as we might expect to see in the real world. It's a straight shot. This this particular one doesn't go around the track. It counts down, and the gates go up, and all of the barisks and their snail shells begin to very very slowly. Move out of the gate.
1: But you know what? Not as slow as your average baris. Yeah. These, these are, are... <laughs> bred for speed. They might even
0: reach like one mile per hour. Oh my I don't even God. know. I don't even know. how. That's long... pretty
1: fast for a
0: Barisk. That's pretty fast for bars. This is a This is a pretty long race for them. Let's say this is like a 200 meter dash. How long do you think it would take them to do that?
1: How long does it take a human to do a 200 meter 200 dash? 200 meter dash? I didn't do sports. Well, I
0: guess a 200 meter dash could be like uh i'd say 20 to 30 seconds
1: yeah 20 minutes half an hour oh
0: wow that's slow i figured Amazing. i mean i
1: think bar racing is something where you come to kick back and just oh bullshit sure I just, with like, people that you come with
0: oh man that they're so slow. How do they ever go anywhere? It's. it's I don't so know how fast f- an actual snail moves.
1: But I was thinking about it. Uh-huh. I think this is why they race Baris specifically, because they don't... keep m- you here. Well, there's that, but also because they don't have room for a really big racetrack for full size animals. So <laughs> these like go slow, not very far, over a long period of time. That's and the fun. suspense allows people to get really fucking hammered in the middle.
0: I like that a lot for the specific reason of they don't have enough room.
1: I think she, she just looks pleased as punch.
0: Which one did you settle on?
1: Drippy. is he Mr. A, Drippy. Is he a hot ticket?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Let's look at the numbers. Hmm. Those are big numbers.
1: <laughs> big good or big bad? I just like the name.
0: That's, then that's all. I just thought it'd be fun. Then I wouldn't worry about it, Cedaris. Okay. You're here for the experience. Well done. Thank you. Gotta sit back and enjoy sometimes, you know. It has been quite a week.
1: It's nice to have some time off. I'm enjoying Ooh. myself.
0: Good. Continue doing so.
1: You got it, boss. Let's play some fucking blackjack.
0: Okay, here we go. Maybe there's a one table and the last person there starts to get up and move, and you guys can move and sit down. And the dealer's, you know, welcomes you and. I'm so
1: excited out. to use my untrained gambling yes. skill.
0: And uh, you come and sit down. Um, roll me a notice. Roll me a notice at plus two.
1: The plus two doesn't matter if I've crit failed. Oh, you
0: crit failed. Okay. Yeah. Um. The guy looks pretty happy to see you, and you, you both sit down, and he begins uh, dealing you in. So, uh, this is blackjack.
1: I'll roll my black set of dice. Nice. Because so, it's the fancy. Jack, nice. for the Blackjack. Yeah. Well, and for the blackjack.
0: Untrained gambling
1: we nine. No, nine. minus two.
0: Seven. seven. Okay. So uh have you ever played blackjack before?
1: It's one of the few card games I know how to play.
0: Excellent. Well, let's see how you do.
1: Let's see.
0: Get it out there. Uh, So seven with a success. That's a success. So you win. Yes. Uh, so you get a little bit of your bet back. Maybe you get like a, an 18 or a 19 and they deal under that. And Bolt also wins. He's made more than you. Damn. He placed a larger bet. So, he gets <laughs> gotcha. more bit. go ahead and roll me a gamble.
1: Well, minus
0: two is a three. Okay, so is a failure. The next one you lose. It, mm-hmm. You bust, you hit, and you go over, and you lose what you just made. Let's see how Bolt does. Bolt wins again. Oh. This continues, and you guys keep dealing out. Bolt wins almost every single hand. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Isn't that suspicious? It sure is. Can I roll some sort of insight on this? table man
0: you know what i'm gonna say your crit fail on that notice is gonna carry over to here i mean you haven't seen anything you don't know he's he gets dealt cards and then right he wins how does that work that's crazy but you guys are sitting here and uh make me one more gambling let's do one more five five is a success okay so you get a little bit back and uh so does bolt nice. over and says well you're you looks like you're coming out on top so far.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm coming out on top.
0: Now you led me to believe that you weren't very good at this. That doesn't appear to be the case.
1: I mean, it's all luck, right?
0: Oh, luck
1: and intuition and whatnot.
0: Oh, there's plenty of skill involved, Cedars.
1: Tell me about skill, Bolt.
0: Oh well I can't share my hidden secrets with you. If I were to tell you, then this gentleman would have to kill me. He points at the, the dealer who I think
1: she coughs into her drink as she's taking a drink.
0: The the dealer who is uh he's he's an older looking uh Ori man with longer locks of hair and he, he laughs and he says, Well, I don't think that I would be able to kill you, sir. Don't worry.
1: If you can't And they
0: they laugh together. <laughs> As well, I won't disagree with you there, but hopefully that won't be necessary because I'm not divulging my special tricks. Wouldn't you like to know? I would! Oh, I'll never tell.
1: As Bolt is making a f- loud fuss. And
0: he he does get boisterous. He's yeah. boisterous, but you know.
1: She'd like to do a look around, see if she can get eyes on Harlan Troya, wherever he might be. If he's here, she knows the pit boss.
0: While you guys have been over here, they, they brought you... Drink refreshers. They X. brought you new drinks, just without you even asking. They just brought them over. Well, nice. Some just waiting for those little things of finger. food. Oh, like, so hungry, Cidaris. Like Toppings? Um, it, food. It's it's food. Types of food.
1: Yeah, like you no, know, it's like a like a, a tiny plate of food.
0: Well, it's it's not a topping. It's its own. You, they bring food to you. You don't put it on other food.
1: Right, she says and smiles at him. Actually. I have a, a food blog. Oh,
0: what? Yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of it. These are all the secrets we've been
1: talking oh, I think she leans over and whispers the name of it in his ear. It's Mean Streets Good Eats.
0: That's brilliant. That's Thank really you. quite good. I haven't put up a new
1: one. post in about seven years, oh, so look forward to gotta it. Gotta get that
0: off the ground.
1: I'm trying. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I can imagine. Well, I'll let you tell me what delicious food to try.
1: You should come to my parents' restaurant sometime.
0: Oh, your your parents have a restaurant.
1: Yeah. Oh, how quaint. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, specific cuisine. Uh, you know oh. those barisks that race over there.
0: Um, yes.
1: Well, my dad raises them.
0: Oh, that's disgusting.
1: He ra- he raises them. The giant
0: snails. Yeah, look at them. But They're all goopy and gross. with oh, li- that's That's hey. disgusting.
1: No, it's not, Vault. Let me tell you why. Oh. He raises them real special, so they they taste like different flavors. You like different flavors, Vault.
0: <laughs> and he looks to the dealer and he says,
1: is this, "Do people
0: do this? People eat snails here." And it's The, the guy just sort of shrugs and nods to him and says, "That is, that is, vile." I'm gonna bring one in at
1: some point no, for you to don't try. You dare.
0: Don't you bring that I'm in. I'm going to do it, and you're
1: going to love it. Oh. Or he does Kaida as well.
0: That might be okay. So as uh, as they bring around trays of finger food and sees and uh, stops paying attention, I would like you to start paying attention, and you can roll your notice. Oh, good. Sorry, that was not me chastising you. That was just a fun turn of phrase for moving things along. Four. Four, very nice. After some scanning of the room blackjack is probably in the main area where all the tables for cards there's uh, dice games things like that all around you and uh after let's say this has gone over the course of a couple of minutes you've just been looking around you do see shapes walking you know between the tables they're usually dressed in uh darker tones, whereas a lot of the employees are wearing that uh, off-white yeah. that we talked about. These guys are wearing dark suits. And They're just walking in between the crowds, you know, keeping to themselves. There's nothing to set them apart. If you're not looking for them, they sort of just blend in with everything. And you find a couple of different shapes of people that nobody really recognized. You notice there is a karnic that has very thick, stumpy-looking limbs, and he's got a slightly longer neck that ends in sort of a stumpy face. Maybe a maybe an ignean just walking around, uh, and then eventually you do spot a form that appears to be Troya, a large brick wall of a man, vel pale skin, bald, walking in and out, in between the crowds.
1: She wants to keep a, a sneaky, beat on him where he's going. Okay, what he's doing.
0: Well, as you continue to watch him, uh, it appears that he's slowly moving through the crowd in this direction. Hmm. Like, not to you, She doesn't
1: want to look so much to be suspicious, mm -hmm. but I think she- Just like, after every hand, she'll just look around while Balt's bullshitting and just observing. Sure. I think she put her hair up in a bun, so it's like, out of the way.
0: Sure. Go ahead and make me another notice roll. Okay. This time, uh, minus- Uh, minus two.
1: Minus two? Yep. Seven.
0: Seven. Still a success. Okay. So yeah, you continue to watch Troya. He winds through the crowd. Um, he rarely stops and speaks to anybody. Mm-hmm. Usually it looks like he's walking by tables. He'll stand sort of back and off to the side, like not at the table, but he'll just watch for maybe 30 seconds, a minute, and then keep moving. And this continues. You know, he'll every, every so often he'll stop, he'll watch, and then he'll move on, gradually moving more and more in your direction. Mm-hmm. There doesn't appear to be any indication that, like, he's like he's not coming for you. Right. So he's just moving around.
1: She is not going to use empathy because she does not want to tip him off in any sort of way like she did apparently before.
0: Uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever brought Harlan Troy's name up to Bolt? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. That was also my understanding. And Bolt turns back to you, and you guys are, keep playing as this is going. Make me another gambling roll. Bad. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, zero. Yeah, you lo- you lose a little bit more this time. Ah, shit. <laughs> and uh, Bolt wins a little bit more, and he says, "That's a tough break right there, Sidiris. No. Man, you're bad at this, aren't you?"
1: Ah, uh, like many other things, you can't have it all, Bolt. No, you can't I'm, have it all.
0: I'm just poking fun. <laughs> she
1: <laughs> elbows him in the ribs a little bit.
0: Oh, and he clutches it like, "Oh, you got me." Well, I can, uh, I can make a a wheeler and dealer out of you yet. Sure. Any... I mean, maybe if you could learn to play better.
1: <laughs> That's so fucking rude, Bolt. Oh, you're so
0: bad at this. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm oh,
1: sorry. I thought I'd be better, but it's been so long. Hey, Will,
0: we're, we're playing against the dealer, not each other. I'm just doing better than you is what I'm saying. Well,
1: maybe we'll have to switch it up in a little
0: bit. Oh, maybe we will.
1: But give me some of those little shrimps.
0: Little shrimps, yeah. You hand, <laughs> hand some off to you.
1: She starts eating, dipping them in the sauce and just... Eaten away.
0: Okay. Uh, make me another notice, please. Mm-hmm. This one also at minus two. Four. With a four, you're laughing there with bolts, and then the moment sort of comes to a halt. Like, there's, there's just this shattering of this moment of happiness, and you feel this cold, deep dread behind you. Oh, no. Like, you, you just feel this presence uh, behind you. And then you hear a voice, and it says excuse me i don't mean to intrude hmm, i'm just such a big fan what an honor to have the wonderbolt himself here in our humble establishment oh, boy. and uh, a pale hand claps bolt on the shoulder and gives him a little jostle and bolt turns around to see that harlan Troya has made his way over to your table mr Troya, wonderful to see you how are you this evening Holds out a hand and they clap hands together. They both have big grins on and they, you know, give a firm shake. And he says, oh, well, you know, business is always good. Looks like you're doing pretty well for yourself tonight. Yes, you know, I make out pretty well. And they just start to chit chat as the, the cards continue to be dealt there.
1: Right, right.
0: Bolt looks over to you and says, excuse me, how rude of me. Harlan, this is my associate, Athena Sedaris.
1: She gives him as chill, a nonchalant smile as humanly possible, and turns around and extends a hand.
0: As Bolt turns to you, Troya also, you know, turns to you and has a pleasant smile on his face. He looks he looks nice, and you hold a hand. and he says, Oh, and he reaches out a hand to shake yours as well, and he says, so There's, that's a... That's certainly a name I recognize.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't say
0: hello to the uh, the Madam Director while you're here. I did. Oh, that's wonderful. She's a lovely woman. We're very lucky to have her here. So your hands mean you shake, and his, ha- his hand is cold. It's like clammy, cold, mm-hmm. and there is sort of an underlying, You don't know if it's like an energy or just presence, like there's gravitas to just the touch there. Nothing activates your link, like there's nothing weird there, but there's just, there's something, you know? Maybe it's just in the moment. Your mind is
1: pretty fucking on on alert.
0: You guys shake hands and he's smiling as he looks at you. I think your eyes meet and you see there's just like the faintest little red gleam in there and his expression goes from like the smiling cheerfulness and then there's almost a catch in it like he's just remembered something Huh. and the, the shake continues and it slows a little bit and then he pulls his hand back. His gaze lingers on you for just a moment longer and then looks back to Bolt and he says, Uh, so is this, uh, this a social call or is there, uh, something I can assist you with?
1: Well, technically we're off duty now, but, um, Bolt, if you want to keep doing what you're doing, I could just have a few words with, uh, Mr. Troy and a, mo- a less public, uh, uh arena. <laughs> you know me, I can't switch off.
0: <laughs> Bolt is taking a sip of his drink and he looks between the two of you and he says, of course, if you'd like to go somewhere a little bit more private to ask some questions, please, by all means, I'll be fine here.
1: But you're going to save me shrimp, right?
0: Oh, they never and run out of shrimp. And she pokes his chest. <laughs> they never run out of shrimp seders. Really? Really.
1: Oh, my God. Welcome
0: home. And he pops another shrimp into his mouth and says, <gasps> Deal! <laughs> and uh, goes about his business. and uh, Athena's
1: so suspicious about how much he's winning. It's absurd. It's absurd.
0: Make me another notice real He's
1: got so much shrimp in his fucking mouth. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll give you a plus two to this. Plus two? I think at this point it's probably pretty easy. Okay, you got a four? Okay. Yeah. And you see Bolt, you know, pop a shrimp into his mouth. And you take a moment and just sort of, like, look around. The dealer has a smile on his face. You notice that there are, like, two to three waiters within maybe 50 feet who are just, like, casually looking this way. And, like, one of them has drinks and one of them has, like, finger food. They're, they're all, like, watching this table. And you see all the things that Bolt has been consuming are held by these people who are literally just standing around... <laughs>
1: Right, <laughs>
0: waiting to come over when he runs out of things.
1: Well, makes a lot of sense to her now. <laughs> I think she turns back to Troya and has forgotten how large he is. Oh yeah, he, and he's taller back just than you. A bit. He's a little
0: tall. He's taller and bulkier than you. He's about the same size as Bolt.
1: Like Athena, she she's long, but she is a toothpick.
0: Mm-hmm. And this guy's about Bolt-sized. Maybe a, maybe a little. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Similar.
1: Different physique, maybe. Slightly,
0: but similar. Well, um. Of course, I'm, uh, happy to answer any questions you might have, uh, if you, yeah, we have offices in the back here, if you'd sure, like to. Sure, yeah. I'm sure. And then he, uh, he turns around and catches the eye of a couple of the other dark-suited people and, you know, gestures back, like, in this area, like, hey, take over for me, sort of. And then he will, uh, lead you off the floor and back towards uh, a hallway that leads down to a row of doors, and mm-hmm. he'll open a door and it leads into just, like, a, a normal-looking office. It's nicely furnished, no wood here. It's a little dimmer lit, but mm-hmm. not as nice as your aunt's upstairs. Right. Please uh, come in. Make yourself at home. Thank have a you. Seat. And he uh, goes around and flops into a comfy looking again a leather chair. Show off duty, but uh what can I do for you?
1: Ah, I just I think she pulls a <laughs> little notebook out of one of her pockets in her dress. Sure. Because <laughs> these dresses have pockets. Mm-hmm. That's my fantasy. Sure. I mean, I just had a couple questions. Maybe I won't have to come back tomorrow then, if that's all right. Of course. Um, My my aunt told me that you're one of the people that handles guard detail. Is that right?
0: Yes, ma'am. That's correct. I'm one of the chief security officers for the casino here. Some folks call it a pit boss. Handle security, make sure no one's cheating. Yeah, that sort of thing.
1: That's important for this kind of establishment.
0: It's very important. Yes, ma'am.
1: Seems like Bolt's having a good time, though.
0: Don always has a good time.
1: It's impossible he's, not to. He's a him. good man.
0: He's got a good heart.
1: He really does.
0: He I always like seeing him.
1: Yeah. It's hard not to see him.
0: And he, he's he's smiling. He's, he's, he's happy not, to- He's
1: not looking sour. He's
0: happy to talk to you.
1: So what does your scope of responsibilities here entail?
0: Um. Well, like I mentioned to you, uh, mostly it's just it's within the the lotus itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we handle guard duty, security duty. Uh, we keep a uh, an eye on the grounds itself. So we've got squads that watch the outside. Um, obviously this is our facilities owned by Corp, which is a much larger entity, and uh, the security details sometimes swap out with other agencies. But mostly the people here work here. So we handle uh, the teams, the squads, where they're assigned, when working hours, that sort of thing.
1: Do you know the group in question that uh, was ID'd?
0: Unfortunately, yes, I am aware of them.
1: When was the last time you personally deployed them? I know it's a rotation, but I'm just trying to get all my facts straight.
0: (laughs) Oh, sure. Um, let me see. And he pulls out a little tablet and pulls up maybe calendar and looks at stuff and says well uh looks like we were on the same shift four days before they all disappeared but that was a week ago so 11 days 12 days Hmm. I can give you the date I'm happy to do that.
1: Did you have any personal relationships with any of them? Did any of them seem I don't know they were acting different beforehand
0: I mean I don't have anything to disclose I'm not I wasn't seeing them romantically, anything like that.
1: No, I mean, just like, were were you guys on friendly terms? Did you-
0: Everyone has their own philosophy. I'm in the camp of, I like to know my people. Mm -hmm. When they're at work, I might be their manager their boss, but they're still people. I like to be on friendly terms with them when I can, but I don't spend time with them outside of work. It's important to have that divide. makes it easy if there's disciplinary action that's necessary, you know. Less prone to robbery, right. corruption, that sort of thing.
1: So none of them seemed disgruntled or anything?
0: Not to my knowledge, no. Everyone generally likes their job here. It's a good gig, pretty safe, pays well. Corp's good to us.
1: Yeah, Laracorp's good like that. Do you know where they would have gotten their hands on, um,
0: explosives? Explosives? Mm hmm. Like, explosives? Explosives.
1: Like, hard contraband explosives?
0: I have no idea.
1: I'd like to roll a lie check on that. Sure, go ahead. Six.
0: There's a bit of a hesitation before he responds, um, and he, he certainly gives you a, a candid answer like he has been, but eh, maybe not as convincing as the other ones.
1: I mean, are you sure?
0: You say that, and he his eyes, his head cants to the side a little bit, and his eyes in there and he says, yeah, I mean... If, of course I'm sure. That's hard contraband. We don't mess around with that sort of thing. It's illegal.
1: I'm so... I have no idea how they would have even gotten it. I mean, at, at this point, it's it's gone, you know, but...
0: I suppose. I don't really know what you do with that kind of thing. I mean, of course I'm happy to ask my people if they know anything about smuggling, but we have strict procedures about that sort of thing, so it doesn't really come up that much.
1: I mean, those were all the questions I had... Thank you for answering them. It'll, it makes my job a lot easier
0: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I'm happy to assist however I can.
1: She probably would have had a couple more better questions, but I feel like as this conversation has gone on, she's just gotten progressively more jittery, remembering mm-hmm. seeing him, like, fucking up that little turtle Ooh, man. that's really
0: good, yeah. Ugh. You know, um, one of my employees said they saw a disturbance in East City last night. Disturbance? Yeah, I don't know. They said they saw Flair get shot up by one of the parks. I don't know. They said there was some sort of disturbance. Figured I'd ask.
1: I mean, I- could be. <laughs> it's a big city.
0: That's fair. Uh, I would like you to roll a lie.
1: What do I roll for that?
0: I think it's probably gonna be persuade. Okay. And it's usually either persuade or performance, whichever. I am persuade. Yeah, it's so persuade. Ten. Ten. You got a seven. And he nods at that.
1: Which park was it?
0: I don't know. Just said East City.
1: I mean, some nights the city's just a rumble.
0: Yeah, I know how that goes.
1: How long have you been working here? She's she's flipped away her notebook at this point. Mm -hmm. It seems more informal, but she's still trying to milk him for any, anything.
0: Oh, I've been here, I don't know, a year. Maybe a little less came from the surface. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of people do.
1: What'd you do up there?
0: Ah, some basic stuff. Security detail, contracting work at first, but got a good deal to start on down here because, you know, it's more out of the way. It
1: is. (laughs) It's definitely out of the way.
0: I like it, though. It's got a certain charm to it.
1: I like to think so.
0: You've got interesting pastimes. Interesting people.
1: Pastimes? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you've got that. What's it called? Shazad,
1: Oh my god. Yeah. I used to compete.
0: <laughs> did you now? I did. What was your name?
1: The Conduit.
0: The Conduit. I don't think I've heard of that one.
1: Nah, uh, it was, it was a long time ago.
0: Oh yeah, and did you take a couple of years off or something? I did. It's a beautiful stadium. Lot of excitement. Plenty of people. Good food. Well there's that, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty involved. Not the most private place?
1: No, not usually. Especially after the shaping kind of squishes everyone together.
0: (laughs) There's always people snooping around.
1: Hmm. She hates that. I think he says that
0: and he just sort of stares as he says that. Puts no additional inflection. Right. You know, I think I have seen you before.
1: I mean, I've been all over the monitors.
0: Uh, no, I've definitely seen you there. You had a friend with you. Maybe she was, uh, conic. Maybe white and brown scales, something like that.
1: Oh, maybe.
0: Regulator Sato. Isn't that it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too.
1: Oh, that's, that's cool. I mean, it was first time back in a long time. I was looking forward to it. Magnitude Magnificent is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, she sure is something.
1: Mm-hmm. I think she's desperately looking to change the topic. And it just says, I don't know, maybe someday once I'm back into this aspirant stuff, I'll get on that big mosaic wall. That's a dream. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a nice dream, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Of course it's good to have dreams. And uh, being a regulator, I'm sure it can suck the energy right out of you.
1: Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) Sometimes... You just gotta give yourself a break.
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: Walk some nice. Get some fresh air.
1: I... I... I do walk a lot of places. Can't always be taken the highway.
0: Oh, of course not. Oh, she's been made. Well, did you have any other questions? Not trying to cut you loose or anything, but...
1: No, I should probably get back to Bolt. Um, there was another person I was... Gil something I was supposed to talk to. Grondo?
0: Oh, yeah. Gil. He's one of the other security chiefs. He's here today. Probably out there somewhere if you want to talk to him.
1: I might as well since I'm already here.
0: Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, you guys are our guests here tonight. Um... More than happy to comp you a room on the house if you'd like to get some rest upstairs.
1: I'm not that kind of friend with Bolt.
0: Oh, of course not. I would never presume. (laughs) But we'd be happy to put you up in a room tonight if you'd like to get back, get some rest.
1: You know, I'll talk to Bolt. I appreciate it.
0: He gives you a wide, toothy smile and says, Oh, of course. I'll be sure to stop by and check in with you before you leave. Okay and he uh, stands up and holds a hand out and he says, Real pleasure meeting you face to face like that.
1: Pleasure. She, he, he holds she, his she, hand yeah, out. she shakes his hand, I
0: guess. Oh, it's icy cold. Mm. But there's still that like weird thrum underlying all of it. Right. And he gives your hand a, a slightly harder squeeze. She squeezes. Squeezes back. Well, go have fun, but don't get into trouble. I'd hate to dig you out of it.
1: Yeah, hate for that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. She really goobered this up. Just like she told Zadal she was trying not to. I think she smiles and nods and says, Well, I I endeavor to not get up to too much trouble at any point in my life. It just kind of finds me. And she leaves.
0: Yeah, and he uh, walks out of the door after you closes it behind him and are you what's your pl- are you just like getting as far away as possible as quickly as possible or are you
1: i'm gonna return to bolt
0: you begin walking at a normal or brisk pace whatever you want just a normal and troyer closes the door and he he's walking in the same direction as you but mm-hmm. he he allows you to make tracks as much as you want he is not following in a hurry at all He takes his time returning to the floor. Okay. And if you turn back and, like, look at any point, he's just smiling pleasantly.
1: Oh, God. She's really fucked up. (laughs) So bad. Mm -hmm. I think she gets back to Bolt. And sits down and has a fucking drink.
0: Yeah, somebody somebody will come over and offer you something. One of the uh beautiful one of the wait staff that's just kinda chilling off to the mm-hmm. side sees you sit down at the table and comes over. Sedaris, did you and uh, did you and Harlan have a nice chat?
1: Yeah, he's pretty amiable.
0: He's a wonderful fellow. I see him every time I come here. Yeah. Always friendly, does his job very well. Hmm. He's always, as, almost as big as I am. <laughs> that's that's not common. Almost. Almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not something you see too much.
0: No, not at all. But he's a he's a nice fellow.
1: Seems like it.
0: Anything I should know about?
1: Oh no, it was all pretty much standard questions I was asking my aunt. Same answers. It all checks out.
0: Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a good thing we can keep having some fun. Yep. <laughs> mm. <sighs> she
1: does her best to power through.
0: Let me let me roll bolts. Notice here. Surprise! It's a D four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I blew that up though. Bolt got a sixteen on his notice. Oh
1: my god! Uh, and he,
0: he says, "Sedaris, you don't." And he leans in. And says, "You don't look so good. Are you feeling all right?"
1: You know, I don't think those shrimp are sitting too well with me. I think I don't want any more shrimp tonight.
0: But there are so many.
1: I know that's the worst part. <laughs> it's
0: strange. you know, sometimes it's a little iffy as to the quality, especially of seafood, but. I've always found they do an admirable job keeping it fresh here. So well, I'm certainly sorry to hear that. You should let your aunt know. Oh,
1: no, it's just me. Sometimes I don't react well to seafood, but damn it, I eat it anyway. <laughs> oh, well, I
0: understand what it's like it's to so good. have a vice you just can't help but indulge. And mine is winning. <laughs> Isn't that right? And he looks at the dealer who just says, <laughs> that's right, sir. And deals, deals him in again.
1: I think I might head home. I'm just not feeling so good.
0: But, Athena, it's... they haven't finished the bars, Grace, yet. You need to find out if Mr. Drippy is going to win.
1: Uh, I mean, they'll hold my winnings if there are any, right? I'll have to come back to interview the other two security chiefs tomorrow anyway. But
0: you're missing the point. It's the excitement. To live. Revel in the moment. Mm-hmm. Hear the crowd go wild. Ah. And they're so slow.
1: <laughs> they're it's, so slow. It's hilarious. I think she's a little too jittery to fully appreciate how much he likes Boris racing right now.
0: Well, yeah, I won't stop you. I I could, I could stop you, but I won't.
1: Like legally or physically?
0: Um, probably the second, which would not be the first.
1: <laughs> I think she does laugh, but she's she's super nervous.
0: Well, uh, if you need to head out, of course, I won't stop you, but it's just going to be a good time here.
1: Well, I still have to file my report back at, you know, Central. Okay. So I won't be sleeping there tonight, though, probably. Well. (laughs) Well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe.
0: We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Sometimes they give me the high roller sweep.
1: Oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> if
0: there's not an actual high roller sweep. Come yeah, well, you seem
1: to be the highest roller.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 I don't I... think you've lost a
1: single hand since I've been here. No, well,
0: you haven't been here the whole time. But you did you, though? You can't win every hand, Sedaris. Sometimes mm. you have to lose. You just keep winning after that. And the net profit is better. Yeah, that's math. It's a, it's a lot of nitty-gritty. We don't need to get into it. But I hope you have a safe night and... uh Fun doing whatever it is that you do when I'm not around. Probably something to do with your hair. (laughs) Why do you say that? There's usually so much of it. (laughs) I suppose I'll talk to you in the morning.
1: All right. See you in the morning. And she goes to get back into her regular outfit.
0: Okay. And head
1: on out on her hoverboard. She's just taking it home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So, yeah, you can uh, you can go back and swap out your clothes again, and you come back down in your regulator gear, and you head out towards the front, uh, towards the security checkpoint, uh, when someone steps out of the side crowd uh, to stop you before you leave, and oh. it is Harlan Troya.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good.
0: So, Regulator Sedaris, can I set you up for a room for the night like we had discussed?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, not tonight. I have to go back to the spire and fill out all these reports.
0: Ah, Paperwork,
1: paperwork, I'm sure you know.
0: You know, I definitely understand about all that paperwork. Really gets in the way, doesn't it?
1: It was a very kind offer. Maybe next time.
0: Oh, of course. I certainly hope we can. This is not an exploding offer. Okay. (laughs) Here, let me walk you out.
1: Sure. Athena digs in her- her one belt pouch for a quick sec and flicks something at Troya as they're walking and says, "Oh, uh, I found this um on my walk last night. I hate for it to be missed, and it is the chip that she saved."
0: Oh, the chip from the park. The, mm-hmm. Oh, the from the bag. Yeah. Okay. He uh snatches it out of the air with his hand, glances at it, mm-hmm. arches his eyebrows a little bit, and says, "Hmm, you know this is money, right?" You can cash it in. Oh, is this my tip? Mm-hmm. Oh, well let me give you one. And he takes a couple of steps towards you and leans down so your faces are inches apart. The uh the hull is closed down for the night. So if you're planning on leaving, it's gonna be a mighty long walk back.
1: That's not so long when you have a hoverboard.
0: Hmm. Well then I'm sure you'll get there nice and quick. Be able to see just where you're going. Troya walks with you with, you know, slow steps and his the heels of his fancy shoes sort of click on the tile and uh, you get to the front just outside of the security checkpoint and the doors slide open Mm -hmm. uh, and you look out and it is a completely fog filled night. Oh, and boy. it is you you have never seen it denser. You you're out on the waterfront, you can hear the lapping of the waves just out you know, just outside of where you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh you can barely see like fifteen feet in front of your face. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot to, you know, stay here tonight, but have a safe evening.
1: Thank you. I think she looks at the fog and her voice does waver a little bit.
0: Oh yeah. It's like walking through soup sometimes, isn't it?
1: I really should get going. I don't want to leech any more of your time.
0: Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. I've got plenty. All the time in the world. Troy begins, taking slow, deliberate steps backwards, back through the double doors, and into the Golden Lotus. And the double doors slide closed with a soft hissing of air, and you can see him still through the glass as he. Steps backwards into the darkness. The last thing you see is the harsh glint of two red dots, and you feel the cool mist pressing in against your back. And as you stand looking out into the fog, your mind flashes back to only several nights ago when you were at dinner in the bubble under the water, and one specific truth anchors itself in your mind. You can hear the voice almost as clearly as you did then, with a soft echo in the back of your mind. Just a memory, but still a reminder. You are surrounded. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to throw in one little bit at the end of this episode, episode 20, to say again thank you for anybody who's listening to this. We know you uh, take your time to come here and listen to us yammer on and do fun stuff, and I hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun for us. This is certainly the type of entertainment that we care about, so it means a lot to us that you're here.
1: It really does.
0: Uh, Thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon and anybody who's just interacted with us in general. We will be doing a Q&A episode at some point within the next probably four to eight weeks. Uh, we're coming up on the end of our first season. Which is very exciting. Very exciting. I do not have a specific number of episodes planned because really it's just going to be dependent on what happens narratively and what you choose to do.
1: Oh, who knows? Athena's a real wild card, huh? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> 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 so we will be doing a Q and A sometime within the next four to six weeks. Um, we're gonna have a season break coming up. We will be dropping the next couple of episodes of Absolute Zero.
1: I've been structuring them in five episode arcs, so you guys already got the first one. So we're just gonna finish out the first arc, have a month off, and I'll drop the Q and A in there somewhere. What? That's Some- not a word. Someone. <laughs> someone. <laughs> Uh, But the Q&A will drop on the same week as one of the episodes. So double episode week, just hearing us bullshit and talk about stuff that might not be interesting if you don't like lore.
0: If you guys have questions about the setting or the characters, you have uh, general feedback or anything like that, feel free to write in.
1: In addition, uh, for our 20th episode, we are doing a giveaway on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at RPG for you and me. There are two ways to enter. First way retweeting the giveaway tweet. Second way, commenting on the original giveaway tweet with your favorite character. So two entries per person. A couple of different prizes. We have a wooden regulator badge, laser cut, smells like a campfire. Real nice. We have uh, <laughs> buttons of all the Wonderbolts, including Rosia. I know she's not actually on the Wonderbolts, but she's part of the team too, whether she wants to be or not. And we're giving away prints of art from the show. The giveaway is live now, and it'll run until episode 21 drops next week, and I'll select some winners. So if you do want to enter, just give us a follow on Twitter, at rpg and Me, so I can actually contact you if you win, which is important. So good luck, everybody! Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. Also, if you haven't given uh, Sounds Like Crows a listen yet, you definitely should. It's a Deadlands Reloaded actual play set in the supernatural Wild West, and it follows this band of brothers who are on a quest for revenge, and oh man, these crowboys. These crowboys never know what they're going to get up to. I'm always excited to listen to it every week when it drops. This week we had a lot of different music. As usual, thank you to Crockett. You can find him at crockett.bandcamp.com or crockett80s on Twitter. We had some music from Marcus D. this week, who is at marcusd.net or at marcusd on Twitter. And we had a special composition by Busted Boot Music, who you can find at bustedboot.bandcamp.com. As always, thank you so much for listening. I know we say this a lot, but it genuinely does mean the world to us that you guys are coming here and spending a little bit of time with us each week. And we're just so happy to be telling these stories finally. So thank you. I hope you guys have a really great week. See you next time.